Welcome to America's Horse on America's Trail with the Mustang Discovery Ride. I'm your host, Julianne Neal. Over the next 12 months, we'll be following tip trainers Hannah Catalino and Lisanne Fear, along with Abilene, Bagheera, Chili, Cody, Finn and Rosette, and of course, Fire and Cayuse as they cross the American Discovery Trail on a quest to bring attention to the plight of America's Mustangs. With a goal of 5,000 miles, 5,000 Mustangs, the Mustang Discovery Ride team hopes to bring attention to adoption into appropriate homes for these living legends. We hope that you'll join Hannah and Lisanne on this journey of a lifetime by following the Mustang Discovery Ride podcast. Enjoy the ride! going so are y'all already leaving uh no no okay. <laughs> we'll we'll show you what it looks like outside we're kind of dragging our feet on getting packed up this morning i understand i mean it's here i ha- i'm not even gonna tell you what the temperature is because i'm ashamed to say it's really good <laughs> but at least it is dreary and rainy and all that kind of stuff so yeah oh. i can see by your hats it's probably not quite the same there it was a little different this morning, but we also had the brilliant idea last night to go. Uh, there's, we're staying at a campground that's actually a part of a major, like a big resort. And mm-hmm. some of the people told us about a hot tub. And so we went and sat in the hot tub last night, which was amazing. Uh, yeah, especially after the story that I might tell you on this deal. And um, it was really, really nice. But then we all had wet hair and we had to go to bed with wet hair last night. So Maybe not the brightest idea, but I, I think it was worth it still. <laughs> as long as you don't get sick. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess if I get sick after that, I'll just blame it on this this moment. There you go. <laughs> Very cool. So where are you? What city are y'all in? Uh, we aren't really close to a city. Um, like probably the closest town is like Davis. Uh-huh. Um, it's 12 miles north of us. And then um, Thomas, it actually has a famous place here called the purple fiddle that our support truck driver took us out to and we heard some live music there the other night so yeah it's been a really fun area to be be a part of cool it looks like amazing rides i saw hannah post yesterday i think it was 2000 elevation and what was the name of that place yeah uh we were coming across the dolly sods that was yeah. gorgeous. Tell me about that day. Yeah. <laughs> well, it started off great. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, the climb was really awesome. I, I was really impressed with the animals because, uh, yeah, I just was really dreading it because Cody kind of always drags his feet going up a small hill. So the fact that we were climbing like nonstop for like, what was it? 10 miles or something. Uh, I was a little bit dreading it. So I was in lead with Rosette. Uh, and then I was ponying Bagheera and Cody. And then Lausanne was behind me if we needed any assistance or pushing. And uh, yeah, I mean, the, the write up was actually pretty good. I was really impressed with the animals. Well, it looked like sunset almost when you were there. Yeah, it was like perfect timing when we arrived, like the most perfect light and and everything. I mean, unfortunately, we rode like in the dark into the camp, (laughs) 
<laughs> because it was still a few miles away. So minus that part, that wasn't like perfect timing. I was pretty cold. I think I walked a little bit to like warm up. Yeah. Yeah. How's yeah. And everything. Zindy's doing good. Oh yeah. He's doing great. He's doing great. But, um, yeah, so we stayed up on top in their campground for like an extra day. And it was really nice to kind of like detach and be out of cell service um, for a little bit, which was nice, like good and bad. Apparently, um, we were supposed to be sending like waypoints to people of like where we were at, but we couldn't get those out. So the next day we start riding across the Dolly Sods. And I mean, I've ridden through quite a few mountains, but I've never felt attacked more by mountains than coming across the Appalachians there. Just because like the trail wasn't fully like cut out for horses, like so that no one had really cut the branches up high. So there was just stuff in our face. And within like the first half mile of the trail, like I was getting smacked in the face so much that I actually let us off the trail. Um, And then we shortly after that, like bushwhacked a couple hundred yards back down onto the trail which was interesting because it was like the first day that hannah had like strung out her her crew her string mm-hmm. and then um yeah so that was a great start i was like oh man i hope hannah like still trusts me to like lead her into the mountains like uh but we have a good gps system and we also have like an sos device like worst case scenario but we were fine we got out of that well then we go like I think it was like eight miles across the Dolly Sods and we come out onto like a forest service road on the other side and with that being said like for whatever reason well I was having a hard time with my ropes like Abilene's uh lead line was really long and like usually I have a pack saddle that I like tie the tie the rope up to Uh but um we didn't have pack saddles on our spare horses and it was the first day that I had actually ridden Chileno after his tick fever deal Right. Uh, yeah because I was hoping for like kind of a short easy-ish day and Abilene chose to wrap herself up in her rope and then like got it away from me and I was so irritated with her at that point from like minor discretions like earlier that day that um I told Hannah I was like all right like this is the time that like we we see if she's really a part of the team like she's either gonna come back or I'll go get her and so like we rode for like 10 more minutes and she didn't show up. So um I tied Finn up and Hannah stayed with Finn. They're like farther down the road. And I went back and I had to track her down half a mile back, like following like her hoof prints and like the lead rope dragging through the mud. And I finally spotted her. And then like as soon as I spotted her, she like lifted her lip up and kind of like did like this cheese smile it felt like a middle finger (laughs) and then just like took off and back down the trail that we had just come come up and so uh chileno and i ended up like he could be like a fox hunter horse we went through some epic trail like jumped over rocks and bogs and holes and creeks and we chased her for two miles like but it was like such tight trail i couldn't get around her and every time she'd stop i'd get off and like I had treats in my pocket and I'd like walk up to her or try to, and she just like do the whole lip thing and then just take off again. And it was so frustrating. And then we got back to a portion of trail, which was like an old Creek bed. So it's like nothing but rock with some water running through it. 
And it was enough that like she slowed down, like slowed her trot down just enough where like she was thinking through her footsteps that I like pushed Chileno up on her and I dove off of him and I hit the ground running and I just dove onto the lead rope and she drug me for like eight feet uh, across the rocks and through that water. But she stopped and yeah, I caught the mule, but oh my gosh. It was quite, I will never forget the Dolly Sods. It was definitely a memorable day. <laughs> oh, God, sure. I had been there to film that. Just seeing you dive. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I, that was Hannah's and I's biggest regret that day is we didn't bring the GoPro, but I did film quite a bit. I did even film a little bit of me chasing the mule. Oh. Uh, I haven't looked at that footage, but you yeah. definitely see her butt up in front of us <laughs> as we're, like, bushwhacking, so... Well, one yeah. of my shots from West Virginia so far was the GoPro that was on the back of Mike's horse and all oh, yeah. this big butt and then things of y'all doing behind. It's a great shot. So I have to show oh, you good. see it. So yeah, those, those butt shots are always fun. Yeah. I'm sure one on the mule with me chasing her would have been fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's what she's diving in. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's why the hot tub was amazing. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, I'm glad Chileno's doing well enough to be on the trail again. I mean, oh I was- man, he was a hero. Like I, I was so, so proud of him, but we, we got back to Hannah. I guess it took me half an hour to go catch her. I was her just tying my horses <laughs> to go and ride out and figure out what happened to her <laughs> because at first it was great. I was like, oh wow, this is the perfect place to be stranded for a second because I had Wi-Fi all of a sudden. I was making phone calls. And then I realized, man, a half hour has gone by. Let's say I'm still not back. Like, how long do I wait for her? And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to tie my, you know, Bagheera and, and Cody up and I'll ride Rosette. And then as I'm going to tie them, here comes Lisanne, like trotting back, dragging the mule. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, y'all yeah. need a walkie talkie system or something. so that if Yeah, you- that would have been nice. Yeah. <laughs> We've talked about that even like with our support truck driver, but yeah, because yeah, there's just so many places where we just don't have service. And now, like, we're doing a lot of trail systems where we're meeting our driver, like, at the end of these trail systems. Yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah. definitely something we need to look into then, because y'all, y'all need to be able to communicate, but also catch up with your driver. So. Yeah. And having a driver, are you excited about that? That's got to be better than it used to be. Oh, man. Yeah, it, it solved a lot of logistical errors. And like, it's really nice to have like the flexibility because we've been stuck here for two days just because of the weather. And like, she's still with us. But I mean, she's also really cool and like took us out to that um, Purple Fiddle place because she really loves the live music there. She lived in the area here for a year and a half. Uh, so yeah, it's been really great to have her along for sure. That's fantastic. So tell me about the Purple Fiddle and the music. Yeah, so there were two bands playing there that day. Uh, Fireside Collective, uh-huh. I believe, and uh, the Cooley Boys out of Wisconsin. And these other guys were out of, like, they were actually from South Carolina. Really? Yeah. The band? Or is it, was it Asheville? At Asheville? Is that North Carolina or yeah, that's North Carolina, but it's not too far away. So Okay, yeah. So um, the very first song that they played, like, Hannah, it really resonated with Hannah and I. And granted, Hannah's not much of, like, a, a music music person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, it really resonated with us. 
about West Virginia and like the winding roads through here. And it's been really applicable to us. So we're hoping that you can work out a deal with them and we can use that for something. Uh, When you shared winding road with me, I was like this, the words, just the sound of it too, but the words and everything lyrics were great. So I I sent him an email. We'll see if we hear back, cross your fingers. Perfect. Perfect. As I'm working on the trailer, the sizzle right now. So that'd be a great little background piece for it. So We'll, we'll yeah, look. yeah, I'm excited to see that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are heading back toward Mike Hurst's place, or is that sort of part of the plan for the holidays? Yep, yep, we'll be <clears throat> back at Mike's just for a few days, and then it's kind of nice. Like we've been sleeping in tents a lot, and when we do our little walk around tour, I'm you'll see why I'm excited to kind of hang out in an apartment for a couple days, oh, I bake bet. some cookies, whatever. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, I'm sure having the cookies from the truck was fun and everything, but just having a space where you can kind of crash and, and be warm and dry and all that too is good. All of the above. Yeah. Yeah. Now, have you talked to family yet? I bet they're going to be missing you over the holiday. Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. They've all, they've all been worried about me, but they're like, ah, she'll be fine. They, they all sent gifts. Oh, that's good. They know Lisa. And hopefully we see Lisa so I can get those gifts at some point. But yeah, I was going to say, I've got a package to send, but I didn't know whether to send it to Mike's or not. So when I'm going to FedEx on Monday and we'll see how quick it could get. Yeah. If you have Mike's address, send it to him. That'd be great. He sent it to me yesterday. I I texted him a little bit and I said, if they end up near you, could we send some stuff their way? So he said, yeah. And we still have some packages to pick up from stars and strides too. Oh, good. Okay. All right. We'll we'll get something to one of those two places. So, so you have to open on Christmas day. Yeah. Good. That'll be good. Well, I know your little Christmas present came early with Zindi, so I, that's that's got to be interesting having a puppy on the trail. So, is he is he riding in packs with you all the time, or what do you do about that? <clears throat> no, uh, like I said, I've been having multiple conversations with the mule, yeah. and so I just don't trust. I can't handle all of that. Um, it was really fun for photos at the top of like when we first rode up to the Dolly Sods. Yeah. Uh, I got. Well, he escaped out the back window here in the truck and he was in the bed crawling around trying to jump off, <laughs> trying to jump off. And so I just like rode over and just scooped him up and then he joined for photos. So it looks like he's been riding with me, but really he hangs out in the support vehicle because I just, yeah, with the, until the mule and I get on the same page again, it's yeah. not really safe. Well, he's attached to you guys because he, well, he, the first time I met him, I held him for what two seconds and he's trying to get back to you anyway. But even from the He's stomach, very attached to Lasanne. <laughs> he whines if I take him. <laughs> he was looking for you, sir. Stars and strides, it was the same thing. I mean, he wouldn't go too far from, from you. I'm going to ask Hannah and Lisanne to take us on a tour of the campsite in just a minute. But first, I wanted to say thank you to some of the people who made our recent trip to West Virginia for filming such a huge success. First of all, my partner Bruce Anderson volunteered to be my support driver for the trip. He handled logistics, made sure I had all the loose ends tied up, and even jumped in to film a little bit, and it was just great to have him there. Heather and Becky Reichel drove in from Pennsylvania to complete our film crew, and they helped catch some amazing footage. 
Rebecca Flanagan of Sunnybrook Farm and Stars and Strides hosted us for a meet and greet, but she also took the time to show us around and introduced us to the fur babies on the farm. Of course, tip trainer Mike Hurst was amazing. Not only has he been helping with some lodging and an apartment for a couple of nights and barn space for a little bit, he also mapped out a great ride for me to film. Details will follow about that, but fun times were had by all, I can promise. Thanks, everybody. And now, let's go back to the campsite. Well, show me, show me the surroundings of where you are. Is it? Is, can you do a walkabout? And yeah, I'll take you on a walkabout. Okay. I don't know if Cindy wants to join or not. Maybe. Well, what do you? Come on, Caillou. Come on, Cindy. Come on. Okay. So, yeah, it's really snowy out there. Wow. Is it yeah. coming down now or is it just kind of damp? Uh, it's just kind of damp, but it, it feels good to like actually, um, like there's a couple ski resorts back there and they're looking pretty bare. So it's nice to see that they have some snow now. Yeah, that's good. This, this is our truck. This is Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the trailer. God, we love the trailer. Yeah. So now, you, like the buckets are hanging off the side. Is that, do you just have them there for, for later or for eating or for drinking or something? Yeah. So I tie mine up. Uh, to eat their crypto arrow. Oh, good deal. Um, yeah, everything's really dirty right now coming off of the dolly sods, but just to show you guys, like, the inside of the trailer. That's I'll some hay. I'll tell you what. My horses would be loving that hay. Oh, man, yeah. We, we have had amazing help uh, from DL with the hay thing, and then we have, like, there's eight garbage cans in here that you can barely kind of see. And then inside of all of them, we have like, oh man, the lighting's not good. But there's crypto arrow in all of those. So yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is obviously we can't put any horses in here, so we are really riding. Yeah, California. Well, you got to do that, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, look at those guys. Yeah, so we have the high line set up. It kind of sagged a little bit, um, but yeah, we can tie the horses up to the high line. But then yesterday. We set them up an electric fence That's here. Nice. Yeah. I've got all mine separated so they can get all their separate their separate things right. that they need because they're all on different needs. And then Hannah's are back here. Oh, look at Cody. <laughs> yeah. Little Cody codes. Oh, my goodness. What a cute I see Abilene, the troublemaker, way down on the end there. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was still a little ir irritated. <laughs> Bruce has always wanted a mule, but he's like, I don't know now. I got to think about that. <laughs> oh, I think it would be different if, you know, she hadn't been abused for like 10 years uh, yeah. and wild for a couple of years. She yeah. wanted to return to the Dolly Sods wilderness. <laughs> yeah. And then this is my tent here. Frost and snow on everything. How are you keeping your hands warm? Oh, my God. Yeah. So in these bins, we keep all of our food. Uh, bins for, like, kitchen supplies, 
Uh, I actually have a wood stove in my tent. My tent is a hot mess right now because I like dove through it to find the scarf that I'm wearing right now. <laughs> but here's kind of a little tent tour. A little I bit. stove. Yeah. Oh, man. It was such a good find in, back in Shepherdstown, West Virginia. And uh, I went and bought the pipe from Ace Hardware. And, and then did. I made my spark arrestor out of a coffee can. That is sweet. Yeah. So that's been my home sweet home. Um, we are in a campground. So there was a picnic table that we used once when it wasn't raining the whole time we've been here. Wow. And then Hannah's tent is over here. It's oh. actually technically my tent, but Hannah has an igloo inside of there. Do you want to show them your igloo? So I have a stove to keep warm and Hannah has like this insulated igloo thing that she's unzipping to here. Hannah, that is awesome. Hannah's always quicker than I am at packing different things. So hers is probably nice and cleaned out. She's already this morning. <laughs> she's always faster in the mornings than I am. Oh, yeah. She's got her bedroll all rolled up got some ventilation that's nice so does the go. ventilation i mean is it open so like if it starts raining you'll you'll get wet. open so i don't suffocate that's why the igloo is inside of the tent gotcha that makes yeah because the tent itself is protecting it from the rain and such okay. um yeah and it keeps you pretty warm do you keep pretty warm yeah i do <laughs> i was really toasty this morning for the most part, <laughs> as toasty as one can be in an glue, I guess. <laughs> so now your procedure for the day is to pack all of this stuff up and then move. How far do you go down the road? Um, yeah, so today we will probably move like 15 miles. Um, yeah, we move until like it gets dark pretty much so it usually takes us anywhere from two to three hours to get packed up so um we're actually going to do another interview after this for um mustang germany makeover uh mustang makeover germany mustang makeover germany um and then we'll get packed up for the day and get out of here so yeah Wow. Well, that is very cool. I know I'm happy to see that y'all are kind of doing your thing now and having some time to yourselves, having some time to ride and um, just just enjoying the trail, it sounds like. So. Yeah, definitely. Hey, you come. Come on, Caillou. Puppy, puppy. They're all playing over a stick back there. Hey, you come on. He's being attacked. Oh, I love it. Puppy, puppy. Then puppy. Hi, puppy. <laughs> I think I missed that shot. Ah, what a cute. Come on. Well, so the next time I see you guys will be January in Tennessee, it sounds like. What's your plan between now and, and that little short break? How far do you think you'll get? Um. Yeah, I'm hoping that we're in Ohio, definitely, for that point. So... Yeah. Hoping that's the case. That would be great. 
Well, thank you for showing me around today. Education out to do a quick little quick little podcast. And I know everybody wants to say Merry Christmas and Happy New yes. Year, all that stuff. I hope we'll talk with you again before the new year, but at least a Merry Christmas. That's only that's less than a week away. So Yeah, thank yeah. you. Merry Christmas to you as well and all the people that are following along. Definitely. So, yeah, thank you and Merry Christmas. So we'll keep everybody posted and we'll touch base with you guys again sometime over the holiday and just check in and see how you're doing. Yeah, sounds good. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by JA Media Productions and the Equus Film and Arts Fest. Special thanks to our sponsors, the Mustang Heritage Foundation, BLK Water, and Espana Silk.